important to have the students here because the students are the people that the teachers are fighting for. So even though the teachers are the people that are officially protesting, it's UTLA, they're here fighting for the students. Folks, this is a struggle for the soul of public education. I know that there's a lot of teachers that have to buy their own materials, and it's just not fair. They shouldn't be having to spend their paychecks to better our education. The AP classes are packed to like the brim, and AP classes should only be 20 students at a time. But that's not the case. Like it's not fair. realizes what they have caused themselves and how they're still able to fix it and give not only us but the future generations those resources they deserve. Good afternoon to Dope Nation. What up y'all? This is Gerardo Munoz, your boy Kevin Adams, and we are two dope teachers and a mic back. We are back with two days left on our contract. Yes, we're bringing it. <laughs> we're bringing it. it. It's about to be on. It's about to be on. Uh, what you were just listening to is a USA Today video clip of uh, students speaking out at the UTLA protest, which kicked off on Monday of yes. this week. Yes. Shout out to UTLA. Shout out solidarity forever. So- solidarity. We are uh, we are with you in. Spirit and uh, potentially even in body. That's right. Right. Uh, so here we are. We're back. It's 2019, y'all. Yes. 2019. Yes. Uh, we um we are. What are we doing? We're here. We are here. It's been a long day. It, it's been a long, <laughs> it's been a day, long day. Long. And uh, yeah, we're here. We're we're talking about um, all kinds of stuff today. We yes. got a lot of stuff yes. on the agenda. Yep. Um, but first, we are merely two public school teachers in the city of Denver. That's right. Uh, we have been at we have been in this game for like over three decades collectively. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So if we have any new listeners, uh, first of all, we want to thank all y'all who are now putting us close to like hold your breath one thousand Twitter followers. Twitter is that dude. Yes. Shout out to Twitter, but Shout not out. really. Um, <laughs> so we just want to thank all y'all teacher who've been Twitter. following us. Like teacher Twitter. Black Twitter. But we is almost have Twitter. There is teacher Twitter. There is teacher Twitter. Yeah. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, Kevin does not follow social media. Um, no. He has a Facebook. But your Facebook. So I was looking at your Facebook profile picture. <laughs> How old is your child in that picture? <laughs> like I was like she was like a baby infant. Like well, she was small enough to crawl up on your back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like one. Y'all should. So I don't know if you know, there's this trend going around social media of ten years ago and now. Yes. A uh, shout out to Instructor Bamboo, who uh, only thing has changed for you, brother, is that you don't look like Prince anymore. That's it. And you have dreads and a beard now. Which, <laughs> other than that, people of color don't age. Um, good evolution. But so you should put that, and then you should recreate that picture. Recreate it with now. your daughter now, with her still climbing on your yeah. back, yeah. <laughs> she is. giving oh you gosh. giving you back problems. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so Kevin is not on Twitter uh, as often as I am. Um, mostly he. I found out about. I find that he he passes on the good stuff y'all do. Which is everything. Everything. How do y'all just? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, he passes on everything. Yeah, ma- mainly it's like it's like we're tweeting and and we talk about what to tweet and then I just show him screenshots. Of yeah, stuff. And I'm like that's cool. I like that. 
<laughs> that's cool. And every now and then I'm kind of like, yo, I'm speaking for us in a way that might be, I don't know if you're cool with it. I'm like, no, <laughs> go ahead. You got it. What did Michael Rappaport say? What did he say? Hard body karate. Hard body karate. Body karate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it is that time. Um, yes. we, we've been, so a lot of you have uh, reached out to us. Uh, shout out to you, Soul. Shout out to um, our brothers and sisters at DCTA yes. and uh, the Colorado Education Association yes. as well. Uh, asking us, yo, y'all going to talk about this labor dispute? <laughs> y'all going to talk about this contract that you are under? Yes. yes. <laughs> and, uh, and honestly, um, I think, and Kev, you can like tell me whether you think this is true or not. I do think that we... We, we've struggled a little bit with how to address this, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, think so. usually we screw around and make a lot of jokes and that kind of thing. But, yep. but the reality is that, um, that we, are, we are on the cusp of this movement. We are. And, um, and, and we want to make sure we're talking intelligently about it. Yes, um, yes. Which we may not still talk intelligently right. about That's it. That's right. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about what all this means. And um, I want to try a little segment today. Let's hit it. Um, New segment. New segment. New. We got that new new. Segment. Got the new new. <laughs> um, called Old Hedda Talks to Young Hedda. Yes, okay. Old Kev the, Talks to Young, young Kev. Kev. Yeah. Um, because I think this was probably, I don't know if I can speak for you, but this is, um, well, I can't speak for you on this one. Uh-huh. Is this the first labor dispute we've had with our employers? This is, like, we had a moment where we felt like we were getting close before, yeah. but then it was resolved. But I think this is the biggest one since I've been sure. in the district, and I feel like um, I feel like so I, f- I feel like that that's a couple a function of a couple of things, right? Yep. Like I think the presence of scholar activists, um, public scholars, right? Yeah. Uh, what, what's what's the public intellectuals? Yes, yes. That Henry Giroux writes about. Yep. Like I think the presence of public intellectuals has definitely escalated in the last few years, uh-huh. partially because of social media, but partially because we ain't freaking scared anymore. Yeah, I right. Think so. I and think so, so more of us are putting our word out there. Mm-hmm. Um, teacher Hooter is a beautiful thing. If if you ever cave and and help me manage this account, <laughs> um, help out with this. I mean, Twitter can still be a terrible place. Yeah. Um, but it's also a place where we're able to connect with people in a really powerful way. Um, you know, in a little bit, we'll talk a little bit about some of the feedback you all gave us around RJ. Yeah. Um, some beautiful stuff coming to us uh, that's really going to be disruptive towards traditional uh, systems of discipline. But, you know, I feel like we have, as, as a profession, we've always been very compliant. Yes. And very, what, like, whatever it takes. Like, I remember the last time we had to vote on a contract. I just remember a lot of people saying, yo, as long as there's an agreement, I'm going to vote for it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Just go, come to an agreement That's and we'll right. vote. That's and right. maybe a lot of people will still do that. But I do feel that um, a lot of us are a lot more comfortable with the risk involved uh, with it, maybe not having a contract. Yeah, and I think, you know, we've seen other movements around the country. That's right. You know, starting um, in West Virginia, Seattle, um, uh you know, I think they really kind I have of inspired a map. some of us. So hit us with the map. Where yeah. Are, where so are looking at looking at this map. So there. So um, this is a really reputable source. Wikipedia. Don't yes. don't at me. Um, <laughs> this this the is. Kids are gonna be really upset. They're like, Mister, you're using Wikipedia. Yeah, I'm telling you that this is where we're starting. <laughs> That's right. And I will also look at the references, there you uh, go. which is where you need to look, people. Um, all right. So what we have is we have. Um, 
we have Arizona, we have Colorado, we have Georgia, Kentucky, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Virginia, Oklahoma. West Virginia, Oklahoma. and this Monday, California. Yes. Um, L.A. specifically. Um, but he, so that so one thing that jumps out at me about this list is I'm looking at these states and yes. how they went in the last election. Yes. Red, blue, red, 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 blue. So what that so what that tells me is that this notion that teacher that teacher compensation working conditions this notion that it's a liberal conspiracy that it's a partisan, that issue. It, that it's a partisan yep. issue um this contradicts all that kind of stuff now obviously i do think the people who are willing to stand up sorry don't at me on this one either no, okay um dude did i tell you how i stumbled onto trump twitter <laughs> dog dog that was the weirdest stuff ever i took a, I took a wrong left at black twitter and i was I got, I got stuck, man, dude. Trump Twitter was a really weird place. It was definitely like this post-apocalyptic social media thing where I felt like everybody was a bot. But I'll talk about that in a second. So, like, but, like, I, I feel like it is not controversial to say that people who are working in public education have a progressive bent. Am I right about that? You know, I think so. I think we're always labeled that, right, as, uh, you know, I think. Libs. Yeah, libs. I guess libs. Uh, you know, we're we're trying to quote unquote brainwash people, right? Right. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So 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 I think that there is this narrative that um, that that teacher issues are really liberal pet issues. Yep. And what we're looking at is we're seeing almost a perfect split between um, between states that went hard Democratic yep. in the last election and states that went. A hard Republican. I'm talking about the 2016 presidential yep, yep, election, yep. Uh, where people are taking to the streets. Um, you want to hear what the issues were? Let's hear. All right. So let's um, hear what these these demanding teachers, these out of control teachers, what they wanted, these spoiled teachers. What I, did they want? I actually got some bad news. I, it doesn't say what. To, oh wait, here we go. Okay, here, we go. here we go. So we yeah. have financing education through taxation, oh. um, teacher compensation, public pension. Um, we've got. Uh, Wait, class size. Teachers are concerned about being able to retire. Yeah, that, that's weird, isn't it? That's weird, isn't it? Um, so, so pension. Uh, some of the demands that we have here uh, in, include uh, pay raises, but also um, also these compensation systems that make a lot more sense. Yes. Uh, keeping up with the cost of living, all that kind of stuff. Um, most of them have ended in the last like year, but but th but look at this. Uh, May third, Arizona. May twelfth, the first workout walkout in Colorado happened. Yes. Um, and and that was when it was kind of resolved. I, it's funny. It says it was the outcome was a two percent salary increase, and I'm not sure where that. I don't know comes where from. that came from. Um, but we had all these things, you know, these uh, these walkouts that lasted um, even just a few days. Yes. So so, it, so it's a really interesting moment that we're kind of living in, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, and. What what is kind of striking to me is how many issues we are not talking about. That's right. Like we're not talking about privatization. Nope. We're not talking about charter schools. Nope. We're not talking about um, actual working conditions within schools. Now I think sometimes we we in our associations tend to conflate working conditions with pay and compensation. That's right. And yo, 
Yo, district and uh, union negotiators, if you're listening, I'm not saying don't talk about yes. compensation and pay because I do think that's a big part of it. But when we talk about being in a building where everything's falling apart, right? But what is put us talking about the policies that have gotten us to this point? That's right. Why can't we fund that's right. paying our teachers? That's right. Well, you, you've, you've put a lot of effort into opening uh, charter schools yep. that we didn't need, Yeah. right? And so you've dissolved our base right yeah, you've right. taken our kids away yep. and so we can't fund our schools yep. and so now schools are desperate but we don't mention that yeah that part now i went to one bargaining session uh before we um winter break I yep. think it was like yep. um around december 15th or so and my apologies for like texting you that whole time yeah, yeah, you're, like, you're, you're like trying to pay attention but, but, <laughs> you know that was brought up that that was that was really pushback is is who has supported all these charter schools right and and that we have a district and a school board who has said this is a this is how we want to head at the cost of our traditional public schools you that's know? right and so i think there are some bigger problems and some bigger implications about this yeah uh strike that aren't being mentioned you know mm-hmm. and like yeah could connect back you mentioned the shutdown you know yeah. one of the conversations that we have that everybody's so upset about, <laughs> about the national party <laughs> but they ain't talking about people not having food stamps not well, being able to get the money that they need well and then and, and then there's a report that came out a few days ago that kind of said yeah People at the FDA are working for free. I'm like, are you kidding me? We can't even like, <laughs> like trust our food <laughs> like, and like, drug supplies. And so, made? like, these are some things that are kind of significant and affect like more people. But it, but it's about parks. Uh, shout out to all y'all picking up trash in parks. Yeah. How about we start taking that energy and like marching uh, and demanding a res- like the oh, correct resolution. resolution to this. The best part was the president saying, you know what? You know what? Hey, I'm not an unreasonable guy. Yes. We can do a fence instead of a wall. That's right. I'm like, right, because that's it's what's at issue that's is it. what the wall will be made out of. That's it. It's incredible. Um, the other thing, shout out to all y'all who are trying to raise money to build the wall and finding that you can't legally do that. <laughs> that won't work. That it's won't not going to work. And so now what I saw this morning is that like certain state legislatures are like trying to pass bills that will say, well, we'll fund our part of the wall. Um, well, well, you know what? I, one of our uh, colleagues, a math teacher, yeah. she took the, the chance to say, oh, this is a great place to fuse real-world uh, issues with math. And so she had them do the math of, of the GoFundMe. How long would it take to raise the money? 53 years. <laughs> 53 years. You know, go for it, y'all. Go for it. Go like, for okay, it. keep on raising that money. Raise that By money the time that wall, be like, why are we building a why wall? Why are we building a wall? Why are we building a wall? <laughs> what do we need why a wall for? A wall for? I, saw, I saw another meme that said, so wait. If the U.S. can build a wall on the border, can't Mexico just build a staircase? <laughs> Trump be like, they got me. Oh, man, they smart. They smart. about the staircase. Dang. Dang, and now Dang. I can just walk up to Dang. the top of the walking wall. Walking over the wall. <laughs> My big, beautiful wall. This wall is never going to get built. Um, we ain't never going to see this wall. Shout out to Trump for buying fast food for a football team. That was incredible. Wasn't that weird? That was so strange. That was really weird. <laughs> But, it's really weird. but like with this president, you were just like, that is par for the course. He's he's feeling himself he about like, that fast food. And he, he's he like, knows, look like, what I did. Well, we, need, we need 200 Big Macs. Yeah. We need 200 fish fillets. Like literally, <laughs> he put bleep on a platter and gave it to football players. I like that like, he did it the right way. That like He did that like real hood stuff where you're like... I'm going to make it nice, though. I'm going to make it... I'm going to put it on nice he's plates. Like, he's like that lady... 
He's like that lady in the Red Robin commercial that like is walking through the office with a cart of cheeseburgers and everybody's like, ooh. Man, shout out to you, Trump, for being the worst president ever. Um, hey, also, like not to get off track, but shout out to the Nuggets who forgot how to play basketball last night. It went bad. That was really went, bad. They, they, they set oh the, uh, the Warriors set a, a first quarter record. That was, 51 points. You know, the worst part about that is I'm sitting there and I'm saying, you know... <laughs> They can score 200. You're like, oh, Lord. They can score 200. And it's not like the Nuggets didn't score themselves. Like, they scored 111 points. They scored 38 in that first quarter. But I'm watching that. So I have a kid in my AP World History class. I've been talking so much mess. Yes, of course. Because he's course. a Warriors fan. Yeah, yeah. And he just comes in. He's like. He's like, so what now? And, he's, and I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? He's like, how you doing? Oh, did you watch the game? <laughs> I'm like. He thought of it. He was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I have something really embarrassing to admit. When did you turn off the game? <laughs> I turned it off at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know where this is going. But I'll be as going in place good. I watched that whole stupid <laughs> game at the end you're like and then you turn it off you're like why did i do that that whole stupid i went to bed in a bad mood i was just depressed it was just like <laughs> so here's hoping that uh, the nuggets remember how to play basketball that's by it. tomorrow that's it that's the goal because <laughs> that Thank was oof. but I, I i think i think there is a moment where like you recognize it up until yesterday every time the nuggets have played the Warriors, they've kind of taken them by surprise. Yep, yep. Um, and this is what happens when you play a Warriors team that is ready. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think they came in and they said, look. They came ready. Look, we don't like, we don't like this being behind y'all. Yeah. So we're coming in tonight to play. That was, that. wow. And that they came to play. They came to um, play. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, we have some areas of growth. Ace, we still with you. We, we still, still with you. you. I don't, but I also think that everything's not like not the end of the world. Like, like as, much as, as much as it feels like it, they did not just lose no, 10 games. no. No, like one game. Even if they had scored 400 points, it'd be in one game. Uh, shout out to Draymond Green, who should have been thrown out of the game and <laughs> wasn't, uh, because because Nikola Jokic looked cross-eyed at a referee and got thrown out <laughs> of the game. Out. You know, but apparently, if you're Draymond Green, you, you can, can yell at the ref, get teed up, and then follow him around, do it, yelling at him, want. like cussing him out, screaming at him, running after him. And you don't get thrown out of the game. Shout out to like, you. We, we all, as teachers, we know that, though. Like, you have that student who you're like, yeah, man, this student can get away with a lot. Yep, yep. This yep. student, you, you ain't get out of line. I'm sorry. You're, like, you, you're going to get teed up if you're yelling at me. So uh, shout out to Draymond for representing privilege. Um, <laughs> all right, we should we should get back into uh, some serious things. So yeah. So people, so you've attended a bargaining session. Yes, yes. I, I try to follow them. Uh, they they tend to show them on Facebook yes, Live. They broadcast the district. The district has a, a feed that they will show. They that will. is like high quality of their. We video should link cameras. to that. And uh, the DCTA, our our organization, has a stream I'm, that's I'm done looking. on a phone. <laughs> Like, I mean, if, that, if, we're working if that doesn't say, if that doesn't demonstrate, like, where our two sides are right now, That's I don't right. know what That's right. else will. That's right. Uh, yeah, so um, so when people ask us, what's at issue? What is it? Because one thing that's kind of shocking to me, so, I, you know, I had my, um, I had my daughter at, at soccer practice yeah, on Friday. Yeah, yep. And um, and I, I was I was really in my feelings a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got there and and I had my headphones on right and I was uh-huh. kind of doing my thing and I take them off and everyone's hey so how's it going I'm like I don't know I might be on strike soon but whatever <laughs> but it's whatever. okay so of course I kind of went into it and I feel like every time these poor people who live in the suburbs and who don't know what they're dealing yes, with me yes like yes. they're kind of like wow 
he goes hard. He and, goes hard. And I'm like, and at the end, I'm kind of like, anyway, so yeah, thanks for attending my TED Talk. Um, <laughs> I had some things to say. So, but I have some additional literature if you'd like to read through it. What's really, exactly. What's, yeah, here you go. Uh, do you want a button? I have some buttons uh, that you can wear. Um, but so one thing I will say is that, um, again, this is an issue that is agnostic to party. Forget John Caldera and all those that's other right. fools. Yep. It's agnostic to party. Th- these are people that live in a community that's that's pretty conservative, as I understand it. Um, but they're 100% behind teachers. Um, I can't tell you how many friendly messages I receive from just these soccer parents yep. who are saying, hey, we support you. Like, we support you and tell us where we can find more information and how we can support. They don't even have kids in our yep, district. Yeah. And so that says a lot about how... A lot of members of the public feel about us. But yo, public, shout out to you for not voting for 73. But I'm going to yes. leave that alone. That's a whole other issue. I'm going to leave that alone. Put your money where your mouth is. People don't like to anything you know they say, tax. You know they say put your money where your mouth is. I'm saying put your mouth where your money is. is. All right? That's what I'm That's saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's right. Um, so, But what was kind of striking to me is how uninformed a lot of people are That's about true. this, which ostensibly is the first like is the most serious labor dispute in the city of Denver in a quarter of a century. Mm-hmm. And a lot mm-hmm. of people just don't understand what's at issue. No. So how, so what was talked about at the bargaining session you attended? So and what the, do we think people need to know? So what, what, when I went to the bargaining session, the big issue is how do we fairly compensate teachers in a predictable routine way wait that are you are you saying that you don't always know what you're getting paid no that is a, <laughs> everybody who works in our district plays this game yeah it's like when is my bonus coming through or yeah. what bonus am i eligible for this yeah. year oh wait or that's not base did, building did i like, yeah it's not base building or did i did the pdu and i got compensated where's my money for me? oh wait that money's not coming through it's not available now yeah. which we've seen over and over and so i think the number one thing is Coming up with a new compensation system that is reliable, that is predictable, that teachers can know, this is where I'm going to be after 10 years, after 20 years, after 30 years, and that it's guaranteed to keep me moving like in any other job, Yeah. right? And I think what teachers have seen is there is a a plateau. Yeah. There is a plateau in this Yeah, I feel like I hit that plateau like seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and you can't make any more. And what people want is give me a reason to stick around, to yeah. stay in this district. You yep. know. And the night I went um, was a night where we had a breakthrough where um, it was announced that our new superintendent uh, would begin negotiating with us. And they made another offer. Uh, but I think teachers feel like the district hasn't always been honest and been a fair bargainer yeah. uh, because they gave us this this sheet and they said we're offering 40 million dollars and we said well what does it look like and yeah. they uh the dcat dcta negotiating team went and looked at it and then they brought it back and they said we just want to show you what they offered they had a chart and it just had a star on it right and so they were like we don't know they were like well i'm a 30-year teacher with you know that 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 yeah where am I? And they're like, I don't know. We don't know where you are on this star. That's you right. could be this point right here. That's right. At the top, but you could be at the bottom. That's right. Which which goes to show like the honesty. It's like come through. And then we were talking about, you know, they were talking about the offer that they made. I think they put ten million dollars on the table and someone did the math. Great math teacher out there, real fast. Yeah. Did the math. I mean that's a that's a hard and, thing. You're trying to run stuff by people who teach this who stuff. Teach this stuff. <laughs> and so they did the math, they were like, that comes to about two hundred three hundred dollars per teacher more a year right which you know as to be honest like when i heard him say it that way i was like that's an insult yeah and everybody in that room 
who was a teacher felt like it was an insult. Yeah. Right? And it's Well, because what's two hundred dollars in your household? Groceries? Yeah. Or barely. Right? Groceries, right? Drop, for drop. four people. Like groceries that for go three far. weeks. That, that spins quick. Yeah. That'll go quick. Yeah. Well and when you think about the S the rising cost of li- living in the city of Denver, um increasingly teachers don't live in the city that That's they right. teach in. And, um, and you know, the commute becomes difficult for a lot of folks, but, but so how and are you supposed to even, in the nature yeah. we say, how do you see the kids, right? Yeah. If I don't live in this community, if that's not my that's right. neighbor, that's right. Then I have a different opinion of how I treat those children. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and I think that was kind of interesting. And, you know, one thing that I think a lot of people maybe have struggling to deal with myself included um, out here on the outside of, of the bargaining unit yep. and the bargaining like team and what's happening there is the disparity between numbers that are being rolled out, right? Yep. So we I saw a number last week of uh, that read something like $62 million yes. being contributed into employee compensation. Yes. But then I saw another number that came out and said, well, actually, of that $62 million, there's only $4 million of that that's actually new money. Yes. But the rest of it is COLA, and it's like cost of living adjustments. It's all these other kinds of things. You know, and even um, other teachers that I've heard from in other places who've said that, like, when that $100,000 number came out, yep. you know, they're kind of like, they're teachers who are thinking about retiring who are saying to me, well, maybe maybe I 100? Could. Well, maybe I'll stick, around. I'll stick around. And so, like, those numbers that get kind of dangled in front of you without a whole lot of, like, well, for, and first of all, that means. and first of all, and who's eligible for that? Well, that's right. That's right. Like, five people, right? Well, yes. we were talking to, yes. <laughs> we were talking to a colleague <laughs> who holds an EDD. And uh, and and she was sort of suggesting that well that's going to be average salary right and the and it's like it's they're averaging like first year teachers with like the five PhDs in yes, the district that's right. right that's exactly what they're and doing so so I mean it, it's who it's, are also distinguished right who are also at hard well, schools and that's the other thing <laughs> like yeah they keep adding like it, so you have to find like that perfect niche Let's see if, if I, you want to make if I get a PhD possible. and then I get distinguished and then I work. At a hard to serve and hard to staff yes. school, <laughs> and we make and we blue show, growth. Yeah, we got blue growth. Dude, I can make like five thousand more dollars. <laughs> that is not an official number, by the way. <laughs> but I could possibly make two to three thousand so, more dollars. So let me ask you something. Now, now, full disclosure, everybody, uh, we are friends with uh, with the new superintendent, yes, yes. Um, Susana Cordova, somebody we've both known for a lot of yes. years. I've taught both of her kids. Yep, I've so known her I. for a long time. Um, I view her as a good person. Um, and so I, I just want everybody to know that we do have that relationship. And so while we have that relationship, we do think it's also important that we critique the system of which she is in charge That's at right. this point. That's right. Um, I don't think Susana would be somebody who shies away from the from the role that she is in. Mm-hmm. But but you know there are some things that have definitely come up that I think are really important. And and she is the you know we didn't have a lot of movement until she was named. Yeah. We we've had some movement. Yeah. But I think you know and the and the district is saying the DCTA is saying you know we would really like you to come to our plan. Right? In, right in terms of compensation and what we we have some specific stuff that we put on the table yeah. in terms of this and we'd like to have lanes and we'd like for teachers to to get raises that are fairly reliable yeah and there's not a whole bunch of hoops that you have to jump through to get them and then once you've jumped through the hoops which we've seen in our building people tell you the money's not there yeah which yep. is the worst feeling in the world absolutely absolutely and it, and it could be um, that the money's not there however 
um, th there have been some revelations that I think have really uh, damaged kind of um, just the credibility of, of the district. And, and, you know, one thing I'll say, like, and I'll jokingly say this to people who ask me, yep. I'll say, well, one way, like already... Uh, Susana Cordova is a better superintendent than her predecessor yes. because she is actually speaking in negotiations. That's she is right. actually Present. looking people in the eye, listening to them and speaking uh, where her predecessor, Mr. Bosberg, would sit in the back and not say a word. And not say a word. And, um, I, and that, that's, that's like, hey, super number, former superintendent Bosberg, I know you listen to this podcast. That's a bad look, bro. Well, you know where he is. That's a, oh, wait. Where you know he? where he is. Is he in Singapore? He's in Singapore getting paid some uh, 200 Grand plus. I wonder if he's foregoing that salary too. Probably not. Probably not. No, probably he's probably not. taking it. You think probably he's accepting taking it? it? I think. Yo, man. Hey, uh, you know, everybody gotta get that hustle though, yeah, right? Yeah, get, gotta get that hustle. Get, uh, stack that stack cheese. Stack that cheese. That's right. Stack like Lupe said. Like Lupe said. Some, some, something. Stack, stack that, that cheese. Couldn't think of nothing. Is that what? Stack is that, that what he's listening to us yeah. for? Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, he's got that card. Anyway, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna move on real quick. So. One thing that I think, and I've been in the dis, we like I said, we are collectively, you and I are in our fourth decade yeah. of teaching in the Denver Public Schools. Am, am I yeah. right? Yeah. So another thing that was brought up, and it was and it was shown on uh, on the news networks um, very briefly, and I don't know how much it's been um, addressed as a uh, as a major point in the overall discourse about this work stop, this potential work stoppage. Um, but it's the lack of trust between uh, between Denver Public Schools teachers and central office. And one thing that Susana has said um, in, in full light of cameras and everything mm -hmm. was, I can't do anything about the past. I can't change the past. And I think there's some validity to that. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I also think that it's incumbent upon us when there's a damaged relationship How do we to it? address the past and say, you know what? The almost cussed. Wow. Ooh, I'm feeling it. Yourself. Man. Go ahead. Man. Go ahead. Um, go ahead and cuss? No. Oh, no, okay. No, okay. Ahead, I'm like, <laughs> no, don't cuss. Um, we keep it clean. We keep it clean. We ain't to that point yet. So, I mean, but, but I, I do think that this is at the root of a lot of uh, social justice um, conflicts is that we acknowledge that there's a past. We acknowledge that things were bad in the past, and we acknowledge that we wish that it didn't happen that yep, way. Yep, yep. And that's where the discussion ends. We're afraid to address it. We're afraid to say, okay, you know what? Yeah, my predecessor, I think you all have problems yep. with him. Mm -hmm. um, let's spend 15 minutes just brainstorming a way forward and what we can do to repair this relationship. Because I don't think it's controversial to say that there is a fractured relationship uh, between teachers in the city of Denver and their superiors um, in central office, um, and and so I think I think that's something that I was happy that it was brought up. But I feel like where are we going to go with that? Yeah, no, that I mean that is the question, and I think you know teachers have a lot of concerns and feel like certain things were emphasized in the last administration yeah. of our district that really hurt teachers yeah. and were pushed in a way and. <coughs> And, and teachers have some negative feelings about it. Yeah. And I think you hit it on the head. It's like, how can we restore that relationship? Yeah. Because, you know, people have felt lied to. They mm -hmm. Actually, I'm sorry. They have been lied to. Yeah. Let's just be honest about yep. it. They've yep. been lied to. Uh, they felt exploited yep. over and over again, not respected as professionals, yep. as the people who have really committed to doing some of the toughest work in the city. Yeah. Like when we talk about making Denver the greatest city in the world – 
you know, that's on our backs. I just had a Hamilton moment. The greatest city in the world. <laughs> right? That's on our work. backs. They, they put it on us. And we've been yeah. doing the work. Yeah. We've been we've working. Been the work. We've been hey, working. I want to share a screenshot that my daughter sent me. Yeah. Um, it's from a uh, Twitter account called The Discourse Lover. Yes. At Trillburn. Yeah. Um, these streakers. These streakers. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry, wrong tweet. Just kidding. There's not a streaker tweet. <laughs> It's been a long day. Have you had a long day? Yeah. Had a, like a long yeah, day. I had to leave. You had to like leave. Back. I know. <laughs> well, I didn't know if we were going to record. I'm like, you're coming no, back. No, that's the only Dog, reason I was coming hey, back. Hey, I got to tell you. I wasn't coming back I got, for me. I got to tell, you, tell you, you, got me, you, got, you. You got me deep in my heart when you said you were coming back because I knew you weren't coming back for no meeting. No, I wasn't coming, coming back. back no, I wasn't coming back to record. To be with you, man. Like, that's beautiful. I was hoping. I was like, hoping that meeting's over. But I'm <laughs> so here's the tweet. These teacher strikes are really important. As our society becomes atomized and privatized, teachers are some of the only people left to deal with the social damage caused by those changes. That's right. So as, can I say it? Can I say my phrase? Say it. As white supremacist capitalist patriarchy continues to seep into every aspect of everything that we're doing, there is one buffer between corporate totalitarianism and freedom, and that is education and school. Public education. Public education. Public education. Public education. That's right, because we don't. We know that not all institutions are uh, about remaking the social order. That's right. Um, there are some of these uh, educational institutions that are just fine with preserving it. That's right. And, and, and we say as a goal, and our district says all the time, is we want kids to have a better life, yeah. right? And they put it there. But I think, you know, we have to acknowledge what the teachers are going through. And I think if teachers have less stress and anxiety about paying their bills. Yep. If they can actually feel like I am not behind the eight ball, like yeah. so many of my colleagues constantly feel, and I've felt, you know. Let me, let me ask you something. Is teaching eighth grade easy? Uh, no. Is, 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 it, te- is teaching, so teaching eighth grade isn't easy. Is it easier to teach 18 eighth graders than it is to teach 35 eighth graders? Yes. So that's, that's another piece, and this is where I think It'd be great if we could take a lesson from our brothers and sisters at LA Unified yes. because what the way they have framed these budgetary issues is to say, we need to reduce class size. 35 kids in a class. Actually, they would love to have 35 kids, kids in a class. class. I That's hear right. stories of people that got 42 40, kids in the yep, class, 45, 50 kids yep. in the class. There was, one, yep. there was one guy who was on Twitter who said, yeah, this is the first, uh, first year that I've had a class of under 50. 50. Which is wild. 50. And I don't know that if any of you have ever been in the room with 50 children. Try to be in the room with 35. I some of you out there who I know, you can't even be in the room with your two or three. Something, man. <laughs> like, especially, well, that, that that's more like parents, though, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, because with your, with your two, see, my wife and I are smart. We got one, so we can double team, right? Yeah, yeah. You're stuck in man-to-man. Yeah, we, we, and, we like, are playing man-to-man. And as Bomani. God forbid, one of us is out. Well, and, and Bomani Jones, yeah, pick and roll, y'all are dead. Y'all are dead. Um, Bomani Jones, you know, like he always said, he's like, zone is for cow. Words, right, <laughs> you have to play man. But if you fall apart playing man, then yeah, it's over. It's over. It's over. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so so like framing the issue in that way to show that you know funding education is not just about paying teachers more; it's also about reducing the load on teachers. That's right. And the other thing that I love, and Trevor, know I was watching my boy last night, and he pointed out he was like, you know what else they're demanding? They have the audacity. These teachers, <laughs> they're demanding. Counselors. Oh no way! No way! And a full-time nurse at the school. So, I'm telling you, some of these teachers have lost their mind. They lost their mind. They're wild. They're wild. <laughs> we need, we need counselors to deal with our kids who've gone through trauma. Yeah. And we need nurses to 
In but case, sometimes nurse. Because some kids get sick. Some, You know what, though? Don't you think it's reasonable just to tell kids, hey, Kevin, I know you have a peanut allergy. Could you not have any allergic reactions on Monday, Wednesday, or Friday? <laughs> if you could confine, hey. Um, Can you not have an emotional breakdown? Uh, uh, keep it to Tuesdays, keep it on and, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And Tuesdays and Thursdays. Because that's but where really psychologists just Tuesdays, Because on Thursdays, the psychologists might not be here. They have to split between it's a half different day places. Between that. They have to go to two different schools. They do. Um, also, uh, Gerardo, if you could not need your diabetes medication on uh, Tuesday, Monday. Thursday. Monday we, through Thursday. So we did it, but, but this is a real-life issue. Do you remember when we had this incident last semester where a kid got stung by a bee? Yep. They were allergic. They had an EpiPen. Yep. And there was nobody in the building who, like, could – who had a medical enough background to deal with it. Now, fortunately, we, we did. Yep. And, and an EpiPen for a bee sting um, is a lot less terrifying than an EpiPen for a food allergy. That's right. That's um, right. But, but, it's, but, folks, this is the world that we live in. We live in this world where we are spread so thin that thinly, sorry, mm-hmm. don't at me, yeah. grammar, grammar <laughs> fascists. Um, but we're living in this, in this scenario where, like, you know, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm – Frankly, yo, I'm gonna throw some people under the bus right now, Hit not him. by name, because we don't say names on yeah. here. Some of y'all on my Facebook are stupid. Oh, he said stupid. He called y'all stupid. So stupid. every now and then, <laughs> someone who's stupid, and there's even some stupid people who used to be teachers, yes, who are saying, you know what, funding, like, I don't know. There's a lot of other problems. Like, I don't think we should throw money at the problem, guys. In a capitalist society, money is the solution. Money pays for things. So I know of, I, I have a friend who works at an elementary school. They had really low math scores a couple of years yes. ago, right? What do they do? So they got grant money. So shout out to districts for recognizing when a school's not performing, maybe it needs resources. Yes. Um, and so they got this grant money. And it was, I think this was like three years ago or two years. I don't know. Uh-huh. Don't ask me about yeah, time. Yeah. So it happened. So then they get this grant money. And with the grant money, they're able to hire math fellows and a couple of math tutors and some math paras. Yeah. So they're able to, to do this, right? To students in learning math. Guess what happened cool. to their math scores? They went up. How did you guess? Uh, well, because you told me they had more supports. And I know that probably decreased overall so, class sizes, gave kids more access to math. Kevin, I, I got I to tell you. Um, like, I don't know much about education. Uh-huh. How do you get more supports? Money. You got to pay money. somebody. Where do you get money? Or, or, you, or you get volunteers. But uh, I don't know. Volunteers aren't consistent. Where okay. do I get money? Yeah. I get money. Like, <laughs> I, I get money. <laughs> I set you I up for money? that one. I, I come to this job to get my money, but if I was like a, a bigger organization, I'd probably uh, tap the government. I'd probably yeah. tap uh, other resources. I might even have to sell some stuff, right? Yeah. Because if I'm if, if I know I need bake sale. If I need other resources, right? But I, yep. I, I got some stuff, like I have a nice building. Yeah. I got uh I've, I've, I've got all the homies. All the homies come <laughs> through, and all the homies are getting paid. That's right. <laughs> so maybe I might have you, to tell some yeah, homies. Yeah, you could be like LeBron, like bringing everybody with him. I might have to say, hey, <laughs> uh, I love what you've been doing for the org. That's right. That's right. But we need the resources here. We do. Yeah, and I think so. I think that's like it's a very um, basic understanding that and, – and then – so then they get their math scores up, right? Yeah. And so then um, the powers that be, uh, and, and I'm saying the powers that be because yes. I don't actually yeah. know whose yeah, decision yeah, yeah, this yeah. was, kind of said, well, you're performing well, so we're going to withdraw those funds. That's what we do. What do you think happened to the mass scores? Um, let's see. They kept going up. 
Even no, higher. No? no. You know, I understand. I, I, I thought. Okay, I thought I, let me I, tell you. Let me let me just tell you. I don't want you to feel bad about that uh-huh. answer because it's it's reasonable mm-hmm. to think that yeah. that once you've taught one group of kids math, then that means everybody in the school everybody knows gets math it. now. You've got everybody gets yeah. it. You're good. Um, actually, I hate to tell you this is bad that, news. The scores went down. Oh my god. Yeah, isn't that weird? That is weird. So they hold on. Let me follow you. Yep. They got some money. Got some money. They used it to provide more support. Brought the kids. homies. Brought the homies. Brought the homies, homies to teach math. All the math homies. And the math homies taught the math. Yep, they did. The kids did better on the test. The kids actually learned math. They learned math. They were feeling good about themselves. They were. They were. The school was. Everybody was. Take or take parade. Cash falling from the skies. Everybody representing. Everybody walking around with their head high. That's right. But then they said, all right, y'all got it. Y'all look at at you. You walking like you talking. Yep, yep, yep. And so then they said, "We, we done giving you extra money. That's right. You could do it on your own. That's right. And then it went down. It did. Dang. That's messed up. I wonder do businesses operate that way. Right. Like, oh, Apple. Uh, here, I bet Apple was like, look, we've been making money. We've fallen <laughs> out of control. Here's what we're going to do. Let's stop investing in the game. Yeah. Because I think it'll just roll. Yeah, right? I think Everybody it's loves iPhones. The game can take care of itself. China loves iPhones. Yeah, yeah. China buy, China buy, buy well, iPhones like, left and right. So think about this. Like, and then so, they were like, oh, wait, China not buying iPhones anymore. Yeah. We need to invest to improve our iPhones to make sure China buys iPhones. Right. Yeah. So they spend more money. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. To get better results. Well, think of it this way. Like, so, <laughs> so like, you win the lottery and you can buy iPhone X, right? Uh-huh. So you get your iPhone X, you buy it, mm-hmm. you talk to a few people, uh-huh. you take some pictures, yes. you re- record some video, uh-huh. and you're like, wow, this is a really good phone. I'm going to go back to my old phone because now my phone is working. <laughs> now my phone started working. Hey, yet. shout out to the barber at Floyd's who made fun of my little phone. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm not going to Floyd's You're anymore. You're like, uh-uh. No, no. Yeah, he's going to make fun of my phone. And I'm like, well, how, how did you get an iPhone X? Like, I know I make more money than you. And she's like, she's like, well, do you got T-Mobile? You can put it in your bill. I'm like, why would you do that? Why would like, you like, it's a phone. Like, no. It's a phone. No. It's a phone. Anyway, so coming back to this whole point, like, money makes things happen. Yeah. And I feel like the people who say they don't want to throw money at the problem are the ones that really don't get it. They don't. They don't get it. The they, money they pays for things. There. They have it. They I was going to say, don't at me, but at me, fool. Yeah, I'll tell you, you the money matters. Money doesn't matter. Well, and there was a longitudinal study done in uh, Chicago High School um, yes. that uh, This American Life kind of talked about a while back. And they talked about like truancy being a major issue and a contributor to um, to violent incidents that had taken the lives of a lot of their students. Mm-hmm. And so they got these grants and they got this money uh, from the state to – um, to hire an attendance officer, yes. to hire uh, truancy officers, people who can just go yeah, to school find to kids. find these kids and yep. bring them to school. Um, and so attendance improved, violent incidents went down. So when they improved, they withdrew the money and all those in- those issues came back. School is not like any other place, right? It's not like the plumbing that goes out at your house and you fix it once and you're good, <laughs> you're right? Good. Um, this requires more fixes. Yeah, because we have more kids coming through every year. Yeah. It's not like we got it one year and then we can be like, we're done. Yeah. We got it. And that's why I think it goes back to the compensation issue because I think the way the district thinks about it is they're like, we're going to compensate you one time. Yeah. We're going to build this base salary, which yep. is what we want. Yep. We want. We want all teachers making more money yep. overall. But we don't want just a one-time shot. Yeah. If you want to keep me in doing this hard work, yeah. that's not easy, yeah. that, that, that takes a lot of demands 
on me, keeps me away from my family at times, yep. right? You know, I have to take the work home and do more because I'm not a part of the 40-hour teacher like you. Yeah. I did not join the cohort I should have. <laughs> but you Don't see, worry, the window opens in July. But, but you see what I'm saying is, yeah. is if you really want to do it, it can't be a one-shot because well, there's yeah. more of us coming. And, and, the, and the other thing that's at issue is there's some funny memes that kind of go around of um, state-funded classroom, teacher-funded classroom. Yes. Guess which one's nicer. The teacher, teacher funded, funded classroom. classroom. That's and right. so like, um, and so, and I think about the most important professional development I've ever done in my life. It's stuff that I paid for out of my pocket. That's right. It's stuff that I did for myself. That's right. It's not the stuff that and, you gave me. And and that's the other thing is, and we're going to get to this next segment, segment, the young two dope teachers talk with the old, old two dope teachers, teachers, right? Uh, two dope teachers past and present, right? Yes. So we're going to talk about that in a second. But, um, but one of the things that I see is in my 20th year, like I don't let the kids think I'm poor. You know, yeah, I'm not poor. Yeah, yeah. I, and I stand up there. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. These threads I be rocking. Does this does this look like somebody who doesn't have money? Broke? Right? Do I look broke to you? Do I look broke? Um, <laughs> yo, uh, democratic socialist and vegan hip hop movement. Don't at me, please. I'm being a, I'm being a little classist right now. Um, but so, but but I think it's important that kids look at me as a person um, who isn't complaining about the money that I make. That's right. Like they ask me about, well, teachers don't get paid anything. I'm like, I get paid something. Yeah. And I wouldn't do this for free. You think I would do this for yeah. free? Yeah. Like have to deal with some of y'all for free? Uh-uh. For free? Uh-uh. For free? This is not free ninety nine. Uh uh-uh. Um. But but what I do tell them is that you know yeah some things are really expensive and some things I can't do because I'm a teacher. The other thing I I just want to like share. Um. I was reflecting the other day, and anyone who's been a first-year teacher and a second-year teacher and a fifth-year teacher yep. understands this. Um, what you give to this work is immeasurable. That's right. Maya Angelou has a powerful quote where she says, um, "Where she says that we respect you because we know what you have sacrificed to be here." That's right. I've given everything to this work. Yeah, that's what you look back. And you look back, and I think about 13 years ago when I started. And it, it, it's a journey. It's it's a journey. Yeah. And I didn't realize what I was committing to. Yeah. Right? And today, as I come back, and I've got former students' numbers on my phone, you mm-hmm. know, like you've impacted people, you've touched people, and, and, and ways that we don't always know. Yeah. Right? That don't always come back to us. And, and, you know, every once in a while you get a random email from a former student, and they're like, yeah. I was just thinking about you. Yeah. And we did this I get the thing. one that's like, I used to hate you, but now I get you. I did you. it. I did it. But, but, you know, like, we don't think about what, I, and I think we are very humble about it, right? Because we get big heads. Yeah. If, we, if we really thought about it, it's like, yo, yeah. what did you spend your day doing? Yeah. Because I will tell you what I did. Yeah. I was there for a kid I was, at his lowest point. Yeah. I helped, I helped a kid achieve something he, on, on a regular they, she he or she never thought they would yeah on a regular uneventful day i'm working towards trying to make the world better that's it you know that, that, that's, that's on that, a regular that's day that's my that um, it, like on my on a, on, lowest level on, day. A, on a great day on my basic on days. a great day i see it happen but the other but the thing i'm pointing out too is what so many of us have given to be good at this work mm-hmm. i think about when my daughter was born and I was working 14-hour days, yep. teaching day school, teaching night school, supporting my own family mm-hmm. um, on what was a, a pretty meager salary yep. at yep. the time. Um, and I probably could have gone somewhere else and gotten a better-paying job. Um, I, all these people I know who telecommute. Yes. 
you know, <laughs> you get mad at I your friend too. They're like, I'm like, how are you at home? They're like, and then they tell you what they make, and you're like, what? wait, are yeah. you working from home? And you sitting on the couch, you traveling? You, you're sitting on the couch watching English Premier League on one screen and <laughs> conferencing on another. Um, and yo, I am mad at your hustle, but I, I think that when I think back, there are certain things, times that I wasn't fully pl- present with my wife. Times that I wasn't fully present yep. with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Times that I haven't been fully present with my extended family. Mm-hmm. And it's because of this work. That's I have right. sacrificed that. And my sacrifice isn't even close to what other people have sacrificed. That's right. And and so I think that's the piece that people forget is that to fully invest in this job, to do this job in a way that keeps up with the times, that reaches young people where they are, and that moves everybody in the community, including yourself, forward takes a sacrifice lot. it takes a lot you know in that that point of like you said is that every year i have different kids yep. it's not the same job you know and, nah. and all respect to everybody who works their other jobs uh you know but like from year to year yeah for you you're like it's basically the same yep for me from year to year it can change yeah you know different group of students Different administrators, yep. different demands from the district, yep. new curriculum yep. that I have to learn, you know, coming up with new plans, new approaches, you know. And new, new ways that you're being evaluated. That's right. Yep. That's right. And, and, you know, like you really hit it on the head when you when you talk about what we give up. And we don't talk about this a lot because I don't want people, I, you don't have to feel sorry for me. Nah. I chose to do this. Exactly. And I will tell you, I will tell you. I am not teaching because I can't do anything else. That's right. Baby, That's you right. hear me on this voice. I can yeah. talk. I yeah. can do anything. Yeah. I'll come and take your job. Okay? <laughs> Kev's coming for oh, you. But, but hey, I y'all better hope this gets resolved because we're coming for your job. for your job. Right? <laughs> oh and we don't, we, I'm going to tell you, every teacher who comes in, I guarantee they outperform every traditional worker. Because we used to it. Yeah. We used to it. We have to come to a conclusion where it's like, oh, we don't have well, to. Like, I, I don't have to kill myself there's that, there's, every day. There's that analogy like of the dentist, right? It's like, well, teaching is kind of like dentistry. Well, only if you have 35 <laughs> patients at once and you don't have enough tools to do procedures on all of them. You have to do them all yourselves. And by the way, they don't want your dental work. That's right. They don't want to be <laughs> They're there fighting you. All. They don't understand why they have to get dental work. And they are fighting you and they're trying to leave the office. And you have to do <laughs> it. To, otherwise, you will lose you your job. Figure out a way to trick them into staying <laughs> and doing what you want them to do. It's like, Man. you know how many hats we wear in a day? Yeah. How many hats? I'm changing hats. Sometimes I got two That's hats That's right. On. That's right. Like, I got two hats I, have, on. I mean, I haven't had to be a literal dentist at this point, but like... <laughs> You know, it pretty dang close. Well, you uh, so you don't spend a lot of time with the thing. If you you know you taught sixth grade, if you you get that, yeah, it's my tooth. Yeah, when their tooth fell out, oh my god! You're like, okay, let me find a bag. Let's Hold find on, a little bag. Because I know we got to take care. Of and my daughter's old school. They used to have little these little tooth shaped boxes. Yeah, those are dope. Those are cool. So I want to get into this neck. We're we're you know it's a late evening for us, uh, but we do it for you, two dope nation. That's it. So um, some of you and and uh, some of you have reached out through email and through social media, um, just with some questions about. I'm a first-year teacher. I'm a second-year teacher. Yes. I'm probationary. Yes. My principal doesn't like me. What do I oh do? What do I do if we reach impasse and there's no right. contract this and really we have important. to go on strike? What this do we is really do? Important. So I, I, I want to. I, I have brought a couple of guests into the studio. Yes. Um. Uh. The first guest 
is named Gerardo Munoz. Oh, yes. He's a 23-year-old yes. uh, second-year teacher. Yes. Um, and um, so he's got, So we're going to have a little conversation about this. And then you have somebody in yes, the studio, I too, right? Yes, I have my guest. He's, his name is Kevin Adams. Kevin Adams, okay. Yes, he's, he's a handsome-looking young buck. He's a good-looking dude. He's bright-eyed. He's a good-looking dude. He's ready It'll be to interesting go. to see how he ages. <laughs> he's ready to go. Ready to he's, go. He's 26 years 26? old. 26, okay. Yeah. He's, he's, he, you know, he's inspired because he's a he was a sub- He's subbed. He's done his student teaching, and now he's first year in the game. Yeah, and so first year in the game. Yeah. Now let's go second year. He's second, second year, in the, year game. in the game. So he's twenty-seven. Yeah, twenty-seven. Yeah. Hidardo um, didn't go through a traditional um, teacher prep program. Yeah. He was an, an alternative license. Okay. And uh, so he's very. So he's he's really fresh. He's he's fresh. He's, he's really fresh. fresh. He's fresh. Really he's fresh. fresh. He's good looking. He's a little skinny. Yeah. Uh, he could eat some. Okay. Uh, but right. but that's just how it is. So um so so I'll start, and then and then you can uh, talk to your guest. Yeah. Um, so, Hera, can I call you Hera? Yeah, that's cool. All right. Um, so, what are your biggest concerns about looming um, labor problems between your union and uh, your district? Well, I'm really nervous because um, I just got engaged. Yeah. And um, and we have a little we have a little house, 600 square feet, um, half of a duplex. My mom helped us buy it. Like we're really lucky in that way. Um, but basically, my wife uh, Claudia and I, um, you know, we don't have any kids or anything. Um, but we're we're just trying to like get started. And I'm a probationary teacher, and I'm really nervous about what I should do if if there's a strike. Um, and if like people walk off the job, because there's some older teachers in the building that are making me feel kind of self-conscious uh-huh. and making me really uncomfortable because for them, this feels like really easy. And I just feel like I have a lot to lose right now. What would you say to, to you? Thank you, young Hedda, for talking about that. Um, I don't know. What's, what's your response to, and you go in the, young in man, young man, first of all, Thank you for all that you're doing. For real, man. You're for really real. engaging in something that's going to change your life. You're obviously handsome and intelligent and talented. You could do anything. Yeah. And you chose to do this. But you chose to do this. You're yeah. here. You're yeah. here now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You're here now. You're out here with us. But I tell you, you know, uh, as a 13-year as a veteran, you got to stand for something. Mm. And they're going to push back on you. I understand that it's scary right now. Yeah. And that you're nervous. It is. But. You got support system with you. You have an association. Yeah, man, you're not alone. You. you are not alone. And I will tell you the strength in numbers. Yep. And so I hear you. You're nervous about this. Yeah. But this is a big decision for you, and it's important. It can set set the stage for your career of what you're going to right. stand for. That's right. That's right. You know, and I remember I had a mentor who told me my first year, he said, learn to say no. Yeah. Learn to have it, learn where your line is. Yeah. Because they will try to exploit you. Yeah. And so you have to take a stand. And I can't tell you what to do because you know your heart, you know your family. Yep. But I would encourage you to stand with your association. That's right. Because this is your right. Yep. And and I would add, young head, I know that you I think you studied Latin American studies. And so there's a long, proud history of um of oppositional politics and organizing in those areas you have a book on your shelf right um well i have a lot of books yeah you do have a lot of books and they're going to drive your wife crazy because every time you move most of what you move is going to be books um but i will tell you you have a book on your shelf called we say no by eduardo galeano that details 
protest movements and democracy movements in the Americas. Read that and see what it's all about. Head, I'm going to be a little bit more direct with you because I know you're kind of hard-headed. Yeah. Um, you're young and you're full of yourself, man. Don't be hard on um, this young man. No, nah, man, I know him a little he bit. I feel, up. I feel like I know who he is oh and I feel gosh. like he needs a harsh I'm sorry, truth. Harry. He, he needs he needs, a, he needs a harsh I'm truth. Sorry. Yo, man, I know you be listening to that Talib Kweli, right? So there's a song uh, in uh, it's it's in his Beautiful Struggle album. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think so. Um, so uh, the song has a verse that said, "Those who trade their freedom for protection deserve neither." That's right. And that's what I got to say um, to people who sort of. Um, who sort of ride on the benefits of these negotiations and the risk that other people's people are taking for you, um, in the interest of self-protection. Um, so Kevin, you're going to notice is a much kinder, a lot more loving person <laughs> than I am. I've been doing, I've been in this game for 20 years. And, um, and I say to you that when you look back on this moment in your life, you're not going to wish that you had done the convenient, easy thing. And by the way, it won't be easy if that's what you do. Yes, but I will say, um, yeah, stand for something because I think right now it's really terrifying. But I think at the same time, um, when we allow them to use fear tactics on us um, and to leverage public ignorance against us, um, then then we've already lost the game. Yeah. Yeah, man. But, you know, hit me up, man. Like, I've been in this for a long time. I see you're young and handsome. I think yeah, you're going to be a great know. teacher. Let us know how it goes, man. Yeah, and and uh, stand with your association. They got you. By the way, your mother, who is a union vice president, oh, we call, would we not stand for any <laughs> hesitation. Uh, your great-great-grandfather, who oh, organized railroad workers. He organized railroad workers. Oh. He would be spinning in his grave just having you ask his question. So I'll hand it over to you. You want to talk to your to your uh, your uh, young yes. is he your protege or is like, he just his young young Kevin young Kev young Kev. So Kevin, yeah, what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> what you what you thinking about this strike? Well, you know. Uh, I was really excited. Why you sound like Michael Jackson? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to sound I won't clown your I won't clown your uh, guest. Clown my man. I'm just a young man trying to live my life, baby. Hey. But uh, I remember I went to orientation. Yeah. And uh, I saw the DCTA, and I was excited to sign up. I, I jumped at it. I yeah. signed up as fast as I could. Yeah. You know, and I was just excited to be part of a union because I had read about unions and associations, and I... I was like, I got to be a part of this. Yeah. But, you know, and I had last year and things were going good and I didn't have any problems. I didn't yeah. really need the union, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, you yeah. You know, because I wasn't worried. <laughs> My principal told me, she said, Kevin, why are you part of the union? I said, I wonder because they're taking money from me. And she said, you don't need to be part of the union. You never do anything that will get you in trouble. <laughs> yep. You know, and so and now we're here and they're, they're making us make a decision, right? And, they're, and they have this agreement. And... I'm nervous because, you know, me me and my girl, Bird, we, we just moved out. And I don't want to move back in with my mama. Yeah. I don't want to. And I know I got to pay I gotta pay rent. And, 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 and I'm worried. And I don't know what to do. And I've been working so hard. You know, I was a substitute. And, and I worked at Silver Learning Center. Yep. And, I, and I hated all of that. And, you know, I was finally happy last year. And I just, you know, my principal's telling me that I could get fired. I don't want to be fired, man. This is my job. <laughs> And I, you know, I was trying to get a job at Cherry Creek, and they wouldn't hire me. They said they were going to hire me. They didn't. And, and and now I'm sitting here, and I just don't want to lose any of this. Man, why are you whining? <laughs> you said hey. you joined the union for a reason, brother. 
<laughs> you came into this for a reason, brother. Now, I know you're scared. I hear it in your voice. You sound scared. Don't be scared. I'm going to introduce you to my man. Come here. This is my boy, Leonard Fox. I'm gonna introduce we got all you. kinds. There's Leonard, all kinds of guests in the studio right now. It's a little crowded. I'm gonna introduce you. I'm gonna tell you a story about my boy Leonard. Leonard led the strike in 1994. Yeah, he led the strike. He told me, he said, "Look, you got to stand for something." Hey, I was in high school when that strike happened. No, you weren't. You were in your first year of college. Man, quit perpetrating. Quit perpetrating. <laughs> but, but, but what he told me was, he said, "You got to stand up for something," you know. And he said, if you stand right now, they will hear you and see you as strong. Yep. And your union brothers and sisters will take care of you. So I'd encourage you, brother, just like I said to young Gerardo, that you got you to gotta, you gotta make a decision. Right? I'm not going to tell you what to do. He might. Yeah. This old man over here might. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, you will regret it if you don't walk. Yep. You you will you will regret it to cross that line mm. and see your brothers and sisters who are mm. standing up for you. Yeah, and you don't want to ride the train for free. Yeah, right, right. And so you know, you, you like dead press, right? I, I hear you bumping <laughs> that dead press, right? And so you know. You like that song, Propaganda, Propaganda. right? Propaganda. You, you like that? The fuse, the fuse that you see in the streets is just propaganda. Yeah. But, man, this is propaganda when they're trying to get you to stop and not go on strike. Do you hear me, young man? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> what do you, you mean you guess? What Sorry. do you mean, boy? <laughs> boy, you don't stand strong. I feel like you're being a lot harsher on young Kev than you were on young Hera, but... Um, you know, Kev, Kev you know, just like you felt like young Hera has... has uh, is a young, bad attitude, a hard head. Is young Kev young a little hard headed? Kev can be hard headed. He can be a little scary sometimes, too. Yeah. He'd be worried about what could happen because his yep. mama was so hard on him. She got him so straight that he don't want to break <laughs> any rules in life. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, you will regret this if you don't walk in solidarity with your people. Yeah. So just promise me you think about it and make the right decision. Yep. All right, cool. I'm glad I got <laughs> says, to talk cool. to you guys. Yeah, and I want to I want to say the same thing, like you know, yeah, y'all y'all are great, and y'all are smart, and y'all are handsome too. Yeah, I never thought I'd meet a a, a black or brown teacher like me, man. When I came into I, this game, I might just stay in this game. I think I should, because there's something valuable to it. Maybe we have a podcast like you cats one day. Man, I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a big. Uh, y'all gotta step your game. You up. gotta step your game up. But for yeah, you, focus on getting your decision right about the strike. That's right, and make and you make sure that you are living the values that you be telling these children every day. That's right. That's every right, day. young Kevin. You can't be about critical pedagogy and not be willing to go on strike and stand up That's for right. yourself. And head on, nobody cares how many times you read Pedagogy of the Oppressed if you are not acting on those things. There is no true word that is not at the same time a praxis, son. Come on now. All right. All right, young men. All right, now fellas. Fuck up. All right. Hey. Do me a favor. Go pull my car around. Yeah, y'all gotta, y- y'all gotta get out there and get us, get us like. Yo, get do us me a favor. Up. Go do my lunch duty. Do my lunch duty. <laughs> do my um, lunch duty. Hey, and get my lunch. There's a conference that's happening right now. I need you to go to that. Make and, my copies. Uh, and could you paperclip my assignments? All right, cool. All right, run on, young fellas. Run along. Chumps. Yeah, they're chumps, they man. What are they gonna do? Them fools ain't I, I thought that was great. Uh, I, it was great to have those guests in the studio. Yeah. Um, we hope we hope y'all learned some lessons. Um, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
if you need someone to come and yell at you yes. about your decision okay. whether to strike or not, me and Kev are here. <laughs> we yell at you. You know, but they put all this fear on us. That's they do. They, they do. do. They and they, do. And, they, and when you're young, you believe it. You believe that they can do anything to you. You yeah. know, and the DCTA sent out an email about what's been going on. Uh, talking about TLs, TLs, you are not a teacher. Telling TLs, you are not a teacher. Yeah. You are part of the instructional leadership team. I'd like to see somebody tell me that. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to tell yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, a t- I'm, yeah. I'm on a teacher. You ain't paying me. I saw that Facebook list. Yep. Even though I'm, I didn't see it. I heard about that Facebook oh, list. Yeah. They ain't paying me like y'all get yeah. paid. So I, I feel like I'm a teacher. So, so those of you who aren't in the know, we won't go into it. Like, we don't need to say much about this, right? Because it is everywhere. It is everywhere. Um, uh, put on blast. A, a spreadsheet that leaked of uh, people in Denver Public Schools making $80,000 a year or more. And, you know, uh, Haley, our, our sister over there who's helping us organize – so the book club is going to be on hold because we have some big things that we're dealing with right yes, now. Yes. But um, but as Haley pointed out in in a conversation on Twitter, um, you know, it's not that people are making $80,000 a year. That's not the issue yeah. with what we're seeing there. The issue is how many people who don't have direct contact with children That's right. are making that much money. And then there's another report that came out. Did you know the, that – for every seven and a half teachers, we have our own leadership, yeah. like leader. Yeah, that's great. The highest rate in our state. I, I don't know about y'all, um, but that makes me really happy. Um, so if I need somebody to come in, make copies for me, someone to talk to about my problems, someone, somebody to, to help someone me to co- with my practice, someone to cover my authentic someone, feedback, someone to cover my class if I'm going to be out, someone to provide emotional support, to um, do my lunch duty, to do my lunch duty sometimes. It, that's great, isn't it? Like we can get those; they'll come in. They'll support us. I mean, because they only have they only have six of us. Hey, I just besides wanna, us, because uh, uh, there's an idea that's been put forth. You tell me if you've heard this. Oh, okay. Better, better me, better we. Yeah, that better, sounds better familiar. Me, better we, right? That so familiar. better me is making sure that I have my needs met. Yeah, and so that creates a better we yeah. as a district to yeah. make sure that I have my needs met. What are my needs? Well, I need to make sure that I can take care of my family. And then I'm getting properly compensated for all the work. It was really funny. My my Apple Watch is telling me to breathe. (laughs) Yo, yo, you got the call, dude. But yeah, well, and technology, and at a very, at a very, um, at a very basic level, um, that's hilarious. At a very basic level, it'll also start talking to me randomly. It's like, sorry, I didn't understand. Like, I wasn't talking to you, fool. I'm talking to you. I'm yelling at the technology that I chose to put on myself. Um. No, but I mean, think about the difference between 40 happy teachers and 40 unhappy teachers. Oh, man. I mean, if you don't, it's that old cliche, right? If you don't feed the teachers, they will eat the children. That's right. They and, um, and that's kind of how that is. Um, yo, so we, um, on, on a really serious note, um, we're nothing if we don't stay together. We're nothing if we don't organize. Um, shout out to a wonderful Twitter conversation that happened invol- involving our friend Sarsura, um, where somebody had had replied to one of our tweets that this is really inspirational that that these movements are happening unfortunately it's illegal to strike in my state and so you know oh, i'm just going to be over here and you know you know what sarah said she's like well i'm pretty sure that everywhere that strikes happened before striking was illegal that's right so in order to get the right to organize you have to organize you have to organize and that's if right. they tell you you can't organize then you have to organize for the right to organize that's right you have to think about what they're telling you if they're saying you can't organize or, you know, you you have to push back. Yep. Because we know we have a right. Yep. We have a right to express ourselves. Yep. And if you are not being granted that right, you're right. 
organize to get that right. Yo, it's the American way. It is. I mean, it's. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a uh, patriotic, jingoistic type. Yep. Y'all know this. But one thing I can get with is the social history of this country. Nothing important ever happened without a movement. No, and we and we have movements. Uh, throughout our history to thank for the situations that we are in today. Yeah. That we aren't living a worse off That's life. Right. And that we have the right to express ourselves and to collectively bargain, to use our power. Yep. The power that we have, which is the power of being united. Yep. Right? Because that's the critical thing. These are the most foundational lessons. And, like, I wonder how many of these folks who are kind of popping off about teacher working conditions and, like, who are opposing, like, this kind of movement, I wonder how many of them actually, like, stayed awake in civics class. Because there are two very foundational um, values that I learned in ninth grade civics. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mr. Cosby. Shout Rick, out. Shout Rick out. Cosby. Shout out to Mr. Mazir. Rick Cosby, who used to, who, who was a baller. He used to play basketball after school against uh, Mr. Oh, what was his name? He used to coach tennis. Anyway, um, but a couple of things that I learned, popular sovereignty. Yes. The, those in power rule with the consent of those that they rule. That's right. Um, and I, and I learned about the power of organizing. The power of organizing, like this is the most important thing that's ever happened. Shout out to Arizona. Shout out to North Carolina, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Kentucky, California, UTLA. We are with you. We are with you. We are with you. We are with you. Stay strong. And if we got to come out there and be with you, we're going to go out there and be with you too. This is not a moment. This is a movement. That's right. And, And we're not going away anytime soon. So uh, here we go. So we'll see what happens we'll in the next couple happens. of We're days. We're on Saturday. Uh, we got 48 hours before uh, we sort of see uh, where things appear to be Maybe headed. Maybe these fools will see the light. Maybe. Maybe. Figure Maybe. It out. Maybe. Come to Jesus. Um, come to Jesus. Jesus wants Y'all to. Y'all need Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know. And you That's know, my mom. <laughs> and, and, you, and, you, and, and you know what Jesus would say? Look. Well, don't complain. Organize. Organize. That's right. Also, he would say, write what you know, kid. That's a direct quote from uh, to the Apostle Paul. Uh, <laughs> write what you know, kid. <laughs> you can reach us on the gram, at Two Dope Teachers. Yes. Twitter, Two Dope Teachers. Get us to 1,000 followers, come y'all. On, come on. Get us to 1,000 followers. A thousand. That's right. We will send you... Broke pencils. The official sponsor of you will get a package of broken pencils straight off the floor. <laughs> also, fresh up. Go ahead. No racers included <laughs> with broke pencils. Also, broke pencils could jab you because they're jabby. Are you feeling hungry? Um, we also are sponsored. We got a new sponsor. Oh, yes. We have Abandoned Cup of Ramen. Abandoned Cup of Ramen. That's right. No noodles. You, you've heard of... Cabinet sandwich. Cabinet sandwich. Try abandoned cup of ramen. It will not be satisfying. It will smell strange. It's left in your room in a weird corner. <laughs> abandoned ramen. We will send you um, a cup of abandoned ramen if you get us to a thousand likes. <laughs> um, hit us up. You can tell we're like at the end of the. Oh, and I want to. I want to say. I want to say one last thing, kind of on a somber note. We're not going to go into a whole lot of detail about this. Um, feel free to reach out and. Um, and, and we can probably share a little bit. Uh, but we've experienced some loss in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've lost uh, two young people who were just gone way too soon. And um, we just want to thank all of you who sent the affirmations of love and support on yeah. Twitter. Thank um, you. It meant the world to us to just see that we are not, we are not going through our healing process alone. Mm-hmm. Um, 
y'all, most of y'all have been touched by something like this before. You know how hard it is when you um, are trying to take care of yourself and also take care of these young young people yep. Yep. Um, who are really just feeling the unreal brunt of, of human suffering. So yes. we just really thank you for, for all the support. It means a yeah, ton. Yeah, it does. It really does. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Um, so you can, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, twodopeteachers at gmail.com. Uh, you can get us on the gram, uh, at Two Dope Teachers, Twitter, at Two Dope Teachers, and search us on Facebook, like us at Two Dope Teachers, or search Two Dope Teachers and a mic. Yep. This is episode 34. Uh, we are signing off. 34. Next episode's our presidential episode. That's our president. We're old. Our episodes will be old enough to run for president. <laughs> oh, man. That was beautiful. It was humbling and yes. patriotic. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and, and this is a shout out to all y'all with hard decisions to make over the next couple of days. Just know that you will never al- be alone. That's right. On the picket lines, in your classrooms, at the legislature, at the bargaining table. We mm-hmm. tell you never, ever forget that it is your job to stay, stay dope. dope.